2: Good day, internet. Nice to see you.
4: What's happening, hot
1: internet? Hot net? Hot net? <laughs> What's the hot net? Like, what is that? It must I know right what the here. dark net is. Apparently. Yeah, you know, I know.
4: It's a it's a network of uh, people who are wearing sweaters. <laughs>
1: and they're like, Ugh, well, too hot. I'm in it's sunny I'm out. in the hot. I'm in the hot net. Not too hot here. Actually, it's not really that cold here today. But boy, was it cold this morning.
5: Oh, cold. Well,
1: was... I know. I'm sorry.
5: It's all relative. <laughs> cold is a relative term. It went down. To... She's not
4: saying it was absolute Kelvin.
5: It's going absolute down to zero. three tonight. Ooh, for the yeah, that's 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 a, that's cold. I,
2: I didn't even wear a, a jacket when I took my daughter to school this morning.
5: Oh my gosh. Is it...
2: It, it was a heat wave at like seventeen degrees. It was like
5: nice. <laughs> school was co- closed today. And while was oh. closed, it was too cold to go to to school.
2: Wow. We had a we had school closed on Tuesday because we had uh, had an overnight freeze after a two day thaw, and then had uh, several inches of snow on top of that. So basically, all the roads were frozen mm-hmm. and
1: icy snow is and a snowy. Lubricant. And yeah. yeah,
2: snow is a lubricant on the road uh, if the road yeah. is covered in ice.
5: Yes, it
2: is. So
1: Well, I'm not gonna complain about the weather here. I it mean was, it was it was cold it was cold in the sense that, you know, I had to put my big jacket on this morning to take the dog <laughs> for a walk. I <laughs> but no, I, I wasn't dying.
2: I actually thought it was pretty fun this morning taking the trash out to the curb because today's my trash day. And usually when I do that in the mornings I'll let Kai come out with me and you know, he'll run around in the snow or whatever. And he could not keep his feet under him on the driveway this morning. (laughs) So he was trying to run around and be excited. And every time he went to, you know, get a little bit of speed, his feet wouldn't hold up and (laughs) he's just sliding.
1: (laughs) Like being on the tile floor times a hundred. Yeah.
2: It looked a lot like the Bambi scene on the frozen lake is what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Um,
4: Len, I don't know if you noticed, but I got the uh, prototype hoodie, oh. the Patreon loyalty merch with your with your logo. It's a little like wearing the concert tee at the concert because it's me <laughs> on this one. But it's the only one I got.
5: That's great. Um, <laughs> I saw it the tote good. bag. I did see the tote bag. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I got Discord. the tote bag right here.
4: This is the uh, the tote bag for the Grandmaster level. Uh, <laughs> the second, if you stay for six months, you get the tote bag with Sarah Lane.
1: Oh, okay. Aww.
3: You, and can, Sarah you can Lane go toe. shopping
4: with Sarah anytime you want. Shopping <laughs> with You Sarah. know,
1: and that i want that for you. I do. I think bring that would along. be very nice.
4: and yeah, bring her along. Yeah. Uh, also, uh the, here's a an example of the t-shirt if you're at the level oh, that gets t t-shirt. Nice. The blue t-shirt Aww. with Roger. On. I love
3: it. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Nice color. Nice
3: color. Yeah. It'll be right under your right side of your chest. <laughs>
1: In case that matters. Yeah, in case it wasn't
5: Roger, weird. Roger like, will be really not,
1: not next to your heart, but near no, it.
5: it, it is, he is next to your heart. I, well, I think he's that's he's adjacent
1: to the heart, not yeah. on top of it.
5: Heart he's, adjacent. He's adjacent. Yeah.
1: He's heart adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just might make it clear I'm, what I'm, we're I doing here. We
4: he showed these before, but we got the mugs, too. Ah,
3: mm-hmm. Mugging for the camera, Sarah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yep looking good stickers
4: all kinds of good stuff so yeah
1: patreon.com
5: slash dtns thank you len for making these awesome. these logos well, thank you for the opportunity i think they uh turned out really fantastic yeah they look really nice i love seeing merch like that That's always fun
3: i love the word merch i don't know yeah. why something about it
5: merch i like merch Swag.
1: merch
2: it sounds both so.
3: corporate, but it also sounds very kind of like uh
2: casual street
3: level kind of guerrilla marketing, like, oh, we got to get our merch out that, you know, like it works for like <laughs> you're in, in the band. band. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just
4: you know, like merch slinging merch. Mer- merch.
2: Speaking of people that uh, that know, but no merch, merch or, or <laughs> my own voice. My own voice this oh. this is this
4: is how you know, no, no no, the justin, justin, justin Robert young young, well, young it it, it, it has here, joined, no, here. No, no, the show it, it
3: adds to my theory that Justin actually doesn't exist on our timeline, but he slowly phases in for the show, and that's why you hear the audio distortion <laughs> yeah,
4: that's probably now. true in his timeline, like not only is there a different president, but there's different political parties and everything that's why yeah. he's so good Ooh. at p x three
3: that's why it's he, politics, he can look at politics, it all politics. politics.
4: Yeah,
1: he's like, guys, I'm just trying to set up my
6: camera. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a break. I mean, <laughs> mentioned that there's audio distortion every single time that I come on. <laughs> well, this time it was on the live stream, so when it, when it was when it, when I, it
4: happens pre-show, it's like, yeah, we know. That's, but. that's my own fault. I, I, I'm, but I'm now we time. had a whole new world to introduce it to.
3: It's oh. part of the expanded uh, uh, politics, politics, politics universe, or cinematic or uh, podcast universe. Sure, well, any it, of it's, the, yeah, all it's, of it's
2: them. on brand that we would all echo as the host of politics, politics, politics comes on. I mean, that, <laughs> See, it's
1: a, it's it's yeah, I,
2: I mean, suppose so. It's, by, it's by right design. there in the name. Yeah, I, I told you who's great at merch. It's He's at also politics. great at branding.
4: Let me tell you, folks. Uh, there is there is uh, pretty much every day two voices. In my ear as I walk the dog, uh, one of them is whoever's hosting the Economist podcast that I'm listening to that day, um, Kenneth Kukier, uh perhaps, uh, or uh, or someone else. But uh, uh, the other one's Justin Robert Young because uh, PX3 with the with the bonus episodes like four out of five five work weekdays. Every day
6: Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday. There's no F so we might the, four out of
2: five, five wide.
6: we might go five wide during uh, as we get closer to the election we'll see.
4: yeah there was that that period last year where you were you were had an, a stretch of five wide you were out there covering the primaries putting out bonus sound and stuff
6: yeah okay. but that was yeah that was uh god I don't know everything all blends together I had the other day or yesterday actually while I was writing and recording Friday's episode of px3 I there was a a note that there is Supreme Court vacancies in three consecutive election years eighteen twenty and twenty two mm-hmm. and I for real it might even still be in the episode uh, depending on what the editor leaves in but um I have a brain fart where I'm like it's not twenty twenty two like it's uh, not really it's
4: not, was you know, that in oh, in the main episode right. or the bonus episode.
6: That's the episode that'll come out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Way. Okay. Uh, it's Friday. I had, a, I, I, I had
1: a similar thing happen, Justin, where I was like, it's 2020. It's 2020.
4: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's still right. 2020,
4: right? It's the 25th yeah. month of 2021. 2020, right? I know
1: it's not 2021, but 2022 <laughs> doesn't sound yeah. right either.
4: It's the 27th day of the 25th month, 2020.
1: Of 2020 2020 yeah like we're, we're we're still in that year like let's yeah. let's figure that year out before we get crazy
2: okay uh, I, I like lion jim video's uh comment is 2022 as in also
1: yeah also mm-hmm. right perfect
4: perfect
2: yeah jim.
1: <laughs> i would i would like it to not be a repeat of 2020 yeah it was that
5: 2020 fun? that was a fun
4: then two. 2020 uh and then 2022
2: <laughs> <laughs> Justin's like I don't know I've already got all the episodes recorded for 2020 that could be a good year.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's really sad because 2020 was the most financially lucrative <laughs> year uh because it was an election year and so yeah. I found out that the the Patreon stuff was really kind of attractive to people so that was very good um and it was very rewarding in a, in a way where like, especially when you're in, this is like some real talk, but like when you're in this world of like independent podcasting and you don't have the like, oh, let me get a raise from my company or let me gauge the interest from other competing companies for which I could go get a job. Uh, whenever there's like real traction and it happens every once in a while, like uh, uh, where like all of a sudden things go from like a two to a six. Um, It's really exciting. And that happened in 2020. It just so happened that it was also like among the most depressing years of all time. (laughs) Uh, You know, so that was, that was a real sweet and sour moment.
4: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't
1: remember what happened.
4: Well, there was a –
1: yeah, I don't either.
5: I don't remember what happened.
1: Seems like a long time ago now. Yeah. And yet, also seems like the year we're in.
4: We hired a science correspondent?
1: Yeah. Or was that Uh, 2021?
4: Yeah,
1: Uh, I think it was 2021. Yeah, that might have been 2021. Although, uh, don't uh, don't quote me on that. We started a Spanish-language podcast.
2: That, mm-hmm.
4: that, oh, that might have been 2021 yeah I think that was 2020
2: oh yeah, that might have been I had an anniversary or quadrennial anniversary oh
4: congrats yeah. um, I rescheduled my 50th birthday party which I will <laughs> I
5: have oh yeah I remember that I'll have it someday I spent um, your birthday in Animal Crossing with you for that's a bit. right <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that yeah Led,
4: Led stopped by my Animal Crossing island <laughs> and we partied Aww. with Genji yeah
5: I gave you some gifts. It was great. Yeah, yeah that was fun. I've totally
1: forgotten. <laughs> uh, Len, before I forget, uh, and we have some time to think about this, but in July, a friend of mine is getting married in uh, outside of Cleveland. Oh. So I thought, well, if Len and co were uh, around, yeah. Rob Dunwood, if he felt like, taking, you know, yeah. whatever, make the drive, like, obviously Rich up, yeah. Right. it could be kind of fun. Never been to Cleveland. In wow. Fact, I've never we're, been to Where Wearing Cleveland, do you mind if I ask? I don't know exactly. I'd have to look up the name of the town. They said it's f- about a 45-minute drive outside the city.
4: Oh, uh, okay. okay. So it's not near the Highly. heart of rock and roll then?
1: Well, it's nearer than but I it's am still now. still beaten. Yeah. yeah. That's like yeah, an
5: Akron, right? I think you might be in Akron. Something yeah. like that. I've only been I'm in not Ohio. Totally, I'm
1: not totally sure, but um, they're, they're actually you. already married, but uh, the celebration – Dodger. Tom, you talking about your birthday made me think of it. Oh uh, yeah, okay, um, was you. just you know they just decided to like do a Zoom we're wedding gonna, in their we're apartment. We're now
4: have the wedding. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no. and and, and you know it was going to happen last year, and then it got pushed, and now they're kind of like, okay, we're going to do it. Well, I would and love. So I would you know would barring any unforeseen weirdness, I'm going to go, and hmm. it would be really fun to to
5: to say hello. Oh my gosh, that would be fantastic. And you know, and here's the thing, I. I feel like you and I have met in person, but I don't think we have.
1: (laughs) I don't either. I was thinking about that. Like, I don't know that we had – the only real place it would have been was CES, and I don't think –
5: well, Comic Con and, and Dragon
1: it, uh,
4: Con is where I always seem to run into Len, yeah. or the Podcast yeah. Expo, way back, going way
5: back. No, I thought I for some reason I thought it was Comic Con. I thought it was San Diego, but yeah. I
1: have been to Comic Con in San Diego a couple times, but I don't feel like we saw each other there. I was always mm. working and sort of in a corner somewhere, but
5: I don't know. Well, it will give me an opportunity to get with Rich because Rich only lives like literally like five minutes across me and the I never, street ever from Len, and they never yeah.
1: met <laughs> yeah. just, they refuse to get together unless I'm there I never,
5: I
4: never,
6: Sarah will bring them know, together I'm to make end this feud between Len and Rich Finally,
1: <laughs> right yeah
6: uh, Sarah, I just are, wish you guys
1: would bury the hatchet are you
6: going to do any extra time in Cleveland are you going to, to, to I thought
1: so yeah I am someone that Tom and Roger uh, used to work with as well Hallie uh, Furstenberg. she lives in Cleveland or just outside of Cleveland um, mm-hmm. good friend of mine from the tech TV days She's there, and so I was like, I think I actually might maybe like make a try to make like a when, week out of when the whole this? thing. When is this in July? I don't okay. totally know the dates. We I'm should
4: off. do a, a Cleveland-based daily tech could, news show. That uh, would be kind, kind of, of
1: awesome. fun. That'd be super, I know. That'd be
4: awesome. I yeah. oh, oh, wow. thought
6: so. I might be able to coax me up for that. That that was uh, Cleveland. I I when I was on the road. Uh, Cleveland was one of the cities that the every time I came there it was getting better like yeah, there was it's... like there was downtown Cleveland compared to and Len you can probably speak to this more expertly than I could, but compared to about fifteen years ago is mm-hmm. almost a totally different experience and and Absolutely. it has kind of spread uh spread out to the point where now it 's like super cool, super walkable, uh, especially for sports like they have both their basketball and baseball uh arenas literally oh, yeah. right next to each other and they're literally downtown. Uh you can you can walk to a bunch of really cool stuff. Uh but it it rules.
4: Yeah. It's good. You know what else rules?
1: What's Going that? To Cleveland? You
4: know what they consider <laughs> the Cleveland of tech news because it rules oh, so much. Ooh.
5: <laughs> I shall us.
4: count All right. us in then. Here we go. In three, two Coming up on DTNS: Can Q Commerce conquer India and then the world? Also, what the heck is Q Commerce? Plus, examples of NFTs that are useful, and how one of the best security policies of the year just came from the U.S. government. This is the Daily Tech News for Thursday, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, in Los
6: Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt,
1: and from Studio Redwood, I'm Sarah Lane.
6: Austin, Texas. I'm Justin Robert
5: Young drawing the top tech stories from cleveland i'm len peralta and i'm roger
4: chang
3: the show's producer
5: we
4: were just talking about cleveland and how it rules and rocks both uh on good day internet you can get that longer version of this show at patreon.com slash dtns
1: big thanks to our top patrons today they include chris allen mark gibson and reed Fischler.
4: let's start with a few tech things you should know
1: Meta's Messenger, formerly Facebook Messenger, started rolling out end-to-end encryption options to users back in 2016, and it's now available to all Messenger users. You can toggle it on for any message or group chat or call, although it isn't on by default. You have to turn it on yourself. For new conversations, you can toggle on secret conversations. That shows up as a little lock icon, so you know that it's secret. Or in an ongoing conversation, you can use vanish mode by swiping up on an existing chat, which will cause messages to disappear when the window is closed as well. You can also now use GIFs, stickers, reactions, and verified badges in encrypted conversations.
4: There are a lot of tech acquisitions waiting on approval out there. Warner media and Discovery, media and tech, uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Uh, some look like they may not happen. We just talked about NVIDIA and ARM uh, just might not ever close. So let's turn the tables and talk about two tech acquisitions that just got the big old thumbs up. China's notoriously fussy state administration for market regulation has conditionally approved AMD's acquisition of chip specialist Xilinx. The conditions involved avoiding tie-ins and discriminating against customers. So that deal is now expected to close this quarter. And Meta got the European Union to approve its acquisition of CRM Maker Customer. That's customer with a K. Meta had to agree to not limit anybody's access to the customer API for 10 years. Then Europe said, that's fine. Go for it.
1: If you're hoping someday to do some serious gaming on a Chromebook, here's an important story to note. Wednesday, 9 to 5, Google spotted a feature flag in the code for Chromium Garrett to enable support for RGB keyboards on supported devices. It includes per-key color programming and custom RGB color selection. These devices are associated with the feature flag, including two Intel 12th Gen Alder Lake laptops and a detachable keyboard. Next stop, formal Steam support and RTX-based Chromebooks, right? Perhaps. Mm, Maybe. Maybe.
4: Speaking of gaming coming to places people would like it to come to if they use those things, uh, compatible 2021 LG TVs can now download the GeForce Now app from the LG Content Store. That follows a beta period that had begun last November, so now everybody gets it. The app allows access directly from the TV to NVIDIA's streaming service of games that you already own from Steam and Epic, You won't need to have an NVIDIA Shield to play them if you don't have one already. But if you do have an NVIDIA Shield, got good news for you too. You can now take advantage of the 4K upscaling that the Shield does for video streams on GeForce Now games. Uh, That is also available to GeForce Now users on certain 10 series or newer NVIDIA GPUs on a PC.
1: The Adobe-led Coalition for Content Providence and Authenticity, or C2PA for short, has finalized version 1.0 of a digital content standard. The standard, when implemented, can identify when and where an image or a video was created and document changes that were made to that piece of media. Microsoft, ARM, Intel TruePic, and the BBC are all part of the coalition.
4: All right, let's talk a little more about my local food truck, That I'm always worried is going to drop their square dongle into a big pot of refried beans. Is there any hope for that, Justin?
6: Yes. They n- might now drop their entire iPhone into a <laughs> of pre-fried beans, if this is correct. And this is a Bloomberg sources say report that, quote, in the coming months, small businesses will be able to use iPhones to accept payments without requiring extra hardware, like those dongles or those little uh, card reader squares that connect via Bluetooth. Apple bought a contactless payment company called MobiWave in 2019 that would make this possible. The company previously was worked with samsung on a similar project with samsung phones able to accept payments from contactless cards and nfc payments including apple pay samsung pay and google pay yes you could tap a samsung phone with an iphone and pay the merchant with the samsung phone what a wonderful world we live in the report does not reveal if Moby waves tech will be a brand that is part of apple pay's service though it does potentially mean we might see it show up in ios 15.4 soon a reminder that iOS 15.3 was just released Thursday, so we don't know whether it'll be part
4: of Apple Pay, but we know it'll be part of kind of, of Apple sneak, Pay, kind right?
1: of kind of points that way. Now yeah. this would this would be okay. I go up to my favorite food truck, uh, staying away from the refried beans. I tap <laughs> my phone to their phone, yeah. and that's that's it, and the payment is okay because they
4: would still need the dongle for cards for credit cards. Uh, for, for chip, for chip payments, but anything NFC for for, for chip cards that don't
6: have contact, that don't have any contactless. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so which, which fewer and fewer have, I mean, if it, if it has a chip, many of them have contactless, although it's not exactly a universal standard. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Of all the technologies that through the pandemic, I think leaped ahead about five years in the one year that we had the intense lockdown, obviously video communication was one of them with Zoom. I think contactless payment was as well, Uh, not only in situations like this, but also in a lot of uh, a lot of restaurant situations or bar situations where you're doing a lot of mobile ordering and running all of the charts via Mm -hmm. a, a drop down menu on your phone. This is another part of it, although iPhones are not exactly cheap. I would imagine that the real worth of something like this is it being a standard and older iPhones being able to use be, be used as total uh, uh, just, you know, registers effectively iPads as well.
4: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. Uh, as Apple does try to emphasize service revenue, uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see them try to implement Apple Pay. And through MobiWave, uh, an Apple Pay merchant payments platform yeah. off iOS, right?
6: I, uh, certainly dare, so. Dare I say Android? And, and, and also the ability just, this isn't just a merchant thing in, in the way that we've, uh, we've often thought about it. Digital currencies, and we're not even talking oh, about crypto. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, getting money, the $5 from your friend, uh, uh, you know, Venmo transactions are all over the place right now to make it something where you could do it via Apple Cash from phone to phone. Might be something that you do.
4: Well, while we are talking about e-commerce, let's stop and talk about Q-commerce. Tech in Asia (laughs) and the Business Times both have reports out on Q-commerce taking off in India, Uh, especially in India. We've we've touched on this emerging trend before, uh, but now it's got this snappy new nickname, uh, so it's worth looking at again. Q stands for quick. Generally, Q-Commerce is the idea that you can get something delivered in less than 30 minutes. That's what we've talked about before. We just didn't call it Q-Commerce. Uh, most of these companies are trying to promise 10, 15-minute delivery. Occasionally, you might see five minutes, but it's usually around 10 or 15. Business Times uh, used Grab and Food Panda as an example in their article. Tech in Asia highlights Zepto, Dunzo, Blinkit, and Instamart in India. In the United States, it's DoorDash, GoPuff, Joker, Getter, Bike, with a B U Y K, gorillas, and fridge no more. Uh, In all of those cases, it's the old story of offering an astounding service that consumers love. Oh, I'm out of pasta sauce. This app will get me pasta sauce in 10 minutes. Crisis averted. Uh, Then the company pours money in it to make it actually work while they also try to learn how to make it more efficient and hope that the logistics technology that speeds up the fulfillment and maps things out and queues up orders improves enough And the customer base grows enough that those two lines cross and they can reach profitability at some point. Now, these companies rely on something called contribution profit. This is key to not misunderstanding what the actual problems with these business models might be. Uh, To convince investors to stay with them, they report contribution profit because contribution profit, if I'm going to oversimplify, and I am, means the amount of money you make per order when you ignore your fixed costs. So, you'll hear about these companies losing money on every order, but that usually includes the entire cost of the operation. However, your rent, the equipment you bought, those don't count in contribution pro- profit because those don't go up. Uh, so, the more customers you get, the more your rent doesn't go up. So, more customers does mean you can make more money. If you have positive contribution profit, then theoretically, you just need to get enough customers to outweigh your fixed costs. And then you would become profitable. Uh, in fact, GoPuff told Tech in Asia, it is contribution profit positive. So they just need enough customers. They've figured out how to how to make money. They just need to have enough customers to pay off their fixed costs. The other aspects of QCommerce commerce is free delivery. Uh, you can't keep that going. Not all Cucumber's companies forgo the fees, but the ones that do run their own stores, dark stores, where they stock their own items rather than having to get them from existing convenience stores or restaurants. And most analysts think that the margins are thin enough that even dark stores are eventually going to have to charge delivery fees, at which point you start driving away customers. One executive told Tech in Asia it thinks a dark store would have to make about 1,000 deliveries a day per location to break even. Uh Resisting the siren song of all of this is Flipkart. Uh, Flipkart's CEO told the Economic Times he thought 30 to 45-minute deliveries were a more sustainable model. And with the Q-commerce craze, he sounds really slow, 30 to 45. What are you, dominoes in the 80s? Come on. Uh, give
1: give <laughs> I mean, us something I don't know. faster. It it depends on where you live, of course. And these sorts of models are just going to scale in urban areas way better than uh, in— Very in, good point.
4: Yeah, absolutely. For
1: example, somewhere that I live, it's like— I can't drive anywhere in 10 minutes. How would I expect them to get it to <laughs> me in 10 minutes? Right. It's just not going to happen. Or you know, there are very few things that I really want that are 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 that are that close by. So you kind of have to take that into consideration. Um but yeah, the idea of contribution profit is interesting because like you said, Tom, you have these fixed costs as a company. The company goes, "Okay, we know how much how much churn we're going through just making this whole thing sustainable. But if we have ten cans of pasta sauce that are ready to go out instead of one, that doesn't change those fixed costs. We have the opportunity to make that much more money off of the people who want the pasta sauce. You know, in 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 a very short amount of time. So, so yeah, I I I wonder. For me, it's like okay. When I used to live near uh, within walking distance to several grocery stores. How much would I take advantage of this? Because I not only have the benefit of being in a more you know dense urban area, but I also am closer to those areas. Even if I drove, the cost of gas I'm probably saving over delivery fees if and when those, those become an issue.
6: Do they not go up? Do they really not go up because this is a logistics business. And if your consumer base expands, then not only do you need more product to serve them, which is something that does go up, but you probably need new locations and more drivers and all these things that they are counting as fixed at the end of the day. And I'm glad you brought up India where this is growing, because in the grand tradition of South Asia. This e-commerce craze is the graveyard of empires for venture capital. It has always been an insustainable holy grail for these companies. For whatever reason, they always try to reinvent it. And they think that now that we are further along with mobile data, it'll work better. Now that we pay for more things on our phones, it'll work better. Now that we're used to delivery, it'll work better. If Amazon could not make it fully work in in with Prime Now, mm-hmm. which is they still exist on some level but hasn't expanded like you would expect, then nobody's going to do it because nobody is better at logistics than Amazon. none of these companies.
4: Yeah, and, and getting back to that contribution profit point, uh, your fixed cost doesn't go up per dark store, right? Certainly pasta the the number of cans of pasta sauce is a variable cost. So that one counts, right? but the but the the store rent wouldn't count, right? But mm-hmm. you have to increase the customers for that store. If you increase customers by opening up another store, well, you just added to your fixed costs. So that's, exactly. you know, that that may sound like, oh, well, you know, but you just need more customers it's like, yeah, but that's a hard thing. A thousand people from one store and to deliver in 10 to 15 minutes means you have a compressed area to serve in. So it has to be dense, like Sarah was saying. Otherwise you won't have a thousand people within five minutes of the of the dark store location. that's so only gonna work in certain highly dense urban situations. I'm not saying and, it and can't even then but and even I know we're
6: going long on this but even then you are talking about customers that have more opportunity because they're walking more. To just pick up the one or two things that they need. This is not a situation where they only have one moment a week or or six moments a week for which they're crossing by their their local grocery store. These consumers have a lot of options to do it. And and so, I don't know. And it has to be an
4: affluent area, right? It has to be a tech (laughs) forward area. So... I mean, Graveyard of of Empires, the ghosts of Cosmo and Webvan.
1: Or maybe all the grocery stores just, you know, die and dark stores are the future.
6: And that's just the world that we live in. Well, we'll find out. Well,
5: not tomorrow,
6: but... It will be Safeway that pioneers this, and maybe that's it. Maybe maybe a lot of these companies are just they just want to make sure that they are there so they can get swept up by a Kroger or a Publix or uh, you know any of these other major chains. That's yeah, a lot of a lot of them just have an exit plan. You're not wrong
4: there. Yeah, it's, they yeah. they sell the logistics learnings that they had in the end. That could be the exit for a lot of them.
1: Well, speaking of the future of technology, uh, several folks have asked us to highlight uses of NFTs, non fungible tokens that aren't you know trading pictures of apes or maybe Beatles (laughs) memorabilia A couple of things we've talked about recently on the show. Not that those aren't important, but we found a few examples of where NFTs might be going and we can kick those around today to kind of, you know, just the idea of, you know, expansion. What, what can NFTs really be used for that could be helpful to you? Well, this one, uh, (laughs) Lamborghini partnering with Sotheby's and NFT pro to auction off five pieces of digital art might be on your wheelhouse it might not you kind of got to be a lamborghini person but let's say you are each nft has a physical companion space key that includes carbon fiber that has been to the international space station and back each space key has a qr code linked to the digital art associated with the nft that was made by swiss artist fabian offner
4: okay so that's got a physical thing it's not just digital i get it so there's there's something you can you can hold in your hand with that one
1: yeah, it's definitely if, if, if this is if, if if this is something you, know, you like Lamborghinis, you like space, you might really like this. It's something that uh, it's a little bit of bragging rights, I would say. So uh,
6: so the, uh, the NFT here is effectively a digital version of the piece of paper you would get that yeah that the list. certificate, right?
1: Exactly. Yes. Uh, second uh, example of something kind of interesting. Warner Music Group is opening a location in the virtual world you could call it the metaverse called the sandbox where it will host what it calls a combination of musical theme park and concert venue. It'll also sell nearby plots of real estate to fans starting in March. The sandbox uses NFTs to handle sales of that digital property. So players can not only own their own space, be like, this is my part of the grass. This is where I hang out, but also monetize, monetize game resources in this particular metaverse.
4: So, in the sandbox I could own a location so I can log in really close to marshmallow playing in fortnite except totally Warner this is, uh, the, this is in like sandbox
1: I feel like this is me buying you know the the like cool VIP pass at Coachella you yeah, know where right. you get to you have a certain area where nobody else can go because you've You've sort of paid a premium. This is your this is your area, your plot of land. And if you're into that kind of uh, musical experience or just live experience in general, which uh, which many other platforms have experimented with, with varying degrees of success, but sometimes very successful, could be cool.
6: Yeah, I would think of it like. Uh, a- Local theaters will sell you like the entire slate that they are like uh, that they are going to put on, be they dramatic performances or musical performances or anything like that. So it's like that. But for digital only things, you are getting yeah. for every event. Like yeah, that's a good comparison. And,
4: yeah. All right. The third
1: uh, 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 option here uh, in the new NFT world, this actually might might might. Have some legs, especially if you're in the market for a new home. TechCrunch reports on a startup called Propy, P-R-O-P-Y, that used an NFT in connection with the sale of an apartment in Ukraine, successfully, and is now bringing that platform to the U.S. Limited at first, but definitely coming to the U.S. The idea is to put the legal paperwork on the blockchain, reducing the cost and simplifying the purchasing process for everybody. Brokers, agents, title companies, buyers, and sellers could all benefit from an automated paperless closing such as this, although Proppy is... is marketed towards owners and brokers for now. This is using the smart contacts aspect of blockchains. U.S. states, Vermont, and Arizona recently passed legislation affirming they are legally admissible. This is not an illegal thing happening. This can this can be done. So Proppy will start by auctioning two properties in Florida uh, on February 8th. So just two for now, but we'll see how it goes. It works as such. The record of the purchases goes onto the blockchain, provides access to the legal documents that prove ownership, you know, because it's in the blockchain and buyers save a little bit this way also makes the purchasing process uh, process quicker, which uh, if you ever bought a home, which I have not, but I know people who have, <laughs> it is not a quick process. Now, if the buyer successful gets the house, let's say they get a Florida based investment property owning a US based entity that owns the property, the ownership rights of which are associated with an NFT it's not a fractional ownership. This is not some like, oh, I don't really own it. I only own a digital version of this. It becomes a DeFi asset that can be barred against like any other property.
4: Uh, so it's a little end around. The, the, the company owns the property, and so you're buying the company, and therefore, because you own the company, yes. you own the property. But in the end, you don't have to have this huge pile of documents <laughs> that you
6: have to have normally when you buy
4: a property. That's... I like it. It's pretty
6: cool. Well, I mean, it certainly is a way that you can get more crypto into the world of investment, uh, of, you know, real estate buying, uh, uh, which is its own. I, I, I don't know if, if in the world of NFT criticism easier and more frictionless ways that crypto money can be poured into investment. Real estate is going to win a lot of fans, but certainly you can see the idea of NFTs being a digital collectible for whatever reason is something that I think as a standard very much has legs, despite the fact that obviously there is backlash to the kind of current moment Uh, it is happening.
4: Yeah. I feel like the, the end around there in in Florida where you're buying the company is probably because Florida isn't recognizing deeds on the, on the blockchain, but in Vermont and Arizona, I'm guessing you might not even need to do that company owning the property thing. You might be able to just do it all on the blockchain. And man, if that, if that means like, uh, one less day of like, here are the 13 docu signs that you have to do in your email today. Uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in for it. All right, folks, join in the conversation in our Discord. Uh, We don't require you to have an NFT, just a Patreon account, patreon.com slash DTNS. Get in there and talk about your favorite NFTs.
0: It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze,
1: relax, and think about Work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
0: The Claude three model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI.
4: The United States Office of Management and Budget sent a memo to federal agencies calling for new security strategies, including moving to a zero-trust model. That's pretty security forward. Uh, Agencies have two months to present their plan for transitioning to this new level of security, and they have to get their plans in execution by 2024. Zero-trust, if you don't follow security news, means you don't assume just because you're inside your own network that every user or service is trustworthy, you realize, hey, uh, bad folks get inside networks all the time. So let's let's just always be securing everything. Corporations have been moving to this model as attackers get better at infiltrating networks and you want to still catch the malicious actors even after they get in. So among the strategies with zero trust are multi-factor authentication so that you can log in multiple times, not just once into the network. Access controls, no matter where you're logging in from. Uh, VPN not being considered enough, not relying on VPN for security. Everything that attempts to access data in a zero-trust model, user, device, application, transaction needs to be verified. I found a great post from Dr. Sharon Goldberg, she's CEO of Bastion Zero, uh, reviewing this memo. People familiar with zero-trust won't be surprised that the memo deals with network segmentation, role-based access control, stronger authentication. But Dr. Goldberg pointed out that it includes creating public vulnerability disclosure programs. The U.S. is going to do some bug bounties. Uh, it implements encrypted DNS, requires encrypted DNS on government websites, puts a stop to requiring rotating passwords or special character requirements that end up inconveniencing users more than thwarting attackers and have literally been showed to cause people to use weaker passwords. That's out. Passwordless login is encouraged. They also deprecate VPN saying, quote, users should log into applications rather than networks. And again, from the Office of Management and Budget, Enterprise applications should be able to be used over the public internet. In other words, authenticate people for real and securely. Don't rely on VPN as a crutch. Secure the application itself. Here are a few points Dr. Goldberg emphasized. Credentials don't live a long time. Uh, meaning attackers won't be able to steal a token and last forever in the network. The memo describes something similar to just-in-time access control, which gives an authenticated user access to a resource only while she needs it, uh, and then revokes the access. You don't just leave people logged in. A lot of this relies on good multi-factor authentication, uh, and the memo tells agencies to discontinue SMS or voice calls as second factors. You might say, oh, thank goodness, but it also... Dismisses one time code protocols like Authy or Google Authenticator. Users should use cards or USB keys like a YubiKey. Those are harder to fish. You could still fish a Google Authenticator code. Really hard to fish a USB key. Uh, it also needs to consider the device being used when logging someone in. So if you're logging in from a device that's never been authorized on the network, you won't get to log in. Your laptop or your phone needs to have a security certificate pushed to it, or you can't use it even if you've got multiple factors. Uh, this is not only state-of-the-art, uh, folks. This is the U.S. government, w- in consultation with security professionals, putting forward a a like cutting edge like like bleeding edge uh, security protocol, which certainly by twenty twenty four won't be as bleeding edge as it is now. But this,
6: I don't know. If, to me, I was shocked. This is definitely the right thing to do. Uh, at the speed of the federal government, this is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> this is this is insanely blazingly forward, and and the fact that they're probably going you know, a little bit more where the puck is headed than where the puck is in terms of the general consensus of security. As you rightly pointed out, this would be something that would be forward for a private company. The fact that these are standards for the federal government is, I, I think, encouraging. And also, it's smart in that they are not applying standards that are already understood to be kind of theater, like rotating your passwords right. and stuff like that. uh um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't really have a, a ton of commentary other than good on you. Right.
4: That's this is why you don't get good news in the newspaper, because uh, you, you can't make fun. You can't you can't have schadenfreude about how bad the government is on this one, uh, no matter
6: what your political stripe is. You know, I, and, and also, to be fair, this is necessary. If you look at the reality of cyber warfare, how much it's been stepped up throughout the entire known world, how much of a target the United States is, probably the biggest target. Uh, We also saw the story last week about the IRS stepping up their security. That's because it was hilariously weak and led to a lot of very, very costly and harmful uh, uh, phishing and identity theft. This is just good and, yeah. and, and it's not just good it's necessary
4: and some of these some of these are things you can only do because you're the government uh because because you're a a a you know you're not serving a, 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 the kind of client base that say a bank is right you can re, you can have stricter requirements and say well if you want to be an employee uh, th- this is what you got to do uh Amos is, is pointing out in our twitch chat right now that that sometimes classified computers have USB ports disabled uh, so right USB keys might not work on those but you can still uh set up uh card keys and second factor uh that uses nfc in those situations uh and and i'm sure they that's considered in the memo i didn't see that in particular though all right let's check out the mailbag
1: Okay, we got a few emails in response to the question from yesterday's show about Android apps on Windows. What are they good for? Kevin wrote in and said, one reason why running Android apps on Windows might be useful is for streaming, uh, video streaming services. As far as I know, says Kevin, apps are the only method to download episodes on streaming services for offline viewing. Many streaming services lack apps made for Windows. I want to emphasize that might is in that statement. Chrome OS has this ability and some streaming apps are still unavailable or have bugs, that aren't present on android crossing my fingers that android apps on windows will make offline streaming on a bigger device or without the need for a second device a reality at this point i'm only cautiously optimistic though andrew m wrote in had a similar point about downloads adding quote my wife currently spends way too much time trying to edit instagram videos on her phone because she doesn't want to deal with the transfer complications in the phone app that, uh the and the phone app, the main experience with features missing from the browser site, or so she tells me. Oh, Andrew M. Okay, you don't use Instagram. And finally, Andrew B. added, well, what about Android apps on your portable Windows tablet? Microsoft can make an iPad or even a phone competitor and say, hey, we know the Windows App Store isn't the greatest, but you get all the best Android apps there, too.
4: Well, let's just back off of having Microsoft make a phone competitor after Windows Phone uh, for, for a minute. But but they already we- make tablets with keyboards right that's the that's the surface uh so i'm i'm with andrew b on that uh you know kind of emphasizing like hey you you now can get all your favorite android apps maybe not all your android apps but the the best ones uh on a windows tablet on a windows surface yeah that's compelling good stuff good good things thank you kevin thank you both andrews uh for writing in
1: indeed feedback at com is where to send emails you know we we often say hey hive mind yet you have ideas about the story that we talked about please do send them to us and you did so keep them coming uh it makes us all smarter in the process we also have a brand new bosses uh one two three four of them in fact to thank michael camachi aaron spinelli mike weber jason harris are all our new bosses who just bat- started backing us on patreon thank you michael thank you aaron thank you mike and thank you, Jason.
4: Ah, uh, but it's great. That's great because we always we always lose people at the beginning of the year when everybody has to reshuffle their finances, and we totally understand. Uh, so it's good that there's other folks coming in to to pick them up uh, and uh, getting a chance to maybe get some some cool new loyalty merch if they stick around. Uh, speaking of our loyalty merch, uh, that was designed by Len Peralta, who's with us today, illustrating
5: the show. Len, what have you drawn for us? Well, you know, I missed the discussion about the ape NFTs and I haven't really done anything with NFTs on the show for a while. So I decided to kind of on that note, create a mascot, an NFT mascot for the show. And I'm going I'm sure I'm I'm premiering it here. This is D-D-N-S. D-D-N-S. <laughs> DDNS, DDNS, get it? Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. maybe related to Slot, KK Slider. Mm. Uh, this is the uh, tech savvy Wheaton Terrier. They have apes, <laughs> we have Wheaton Terriers, and uh, this is the official mascot, the official NFT mascot of DTNS. It's DDNS. The other cool thing is the only place you can get this. NFT is at OpenSea, <laughs> and I and I just uh, I I put a link in the Twitch chat. If you're interested in taking a look, look for it. Uh, it's DT D D N S, The tech savvy Wheaton Terrier is up there for uh, uh, 0.25 Ethereum. So check it out, check it out, and uh, you know maybe we can create a bunch of DT Yeah. Different, diff, with different attributes. Uh, possibly. Exciting texture. I mean,
1: is a- club. holding a a smartphone that says that Ethereum has dropped to $29.36. Yes. It's uh, if so right? I am poorer than ever.
5: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I've I've lost lots on, uh, <laughs> on that. So so check it out.
1: Uh good stuff, Len. Uh, also thanks to Justin Robert Young for being with us today. Justin, anything new to tell the folks out out at home?
6: Oh, boy. Every once in a while, the news, it just falls from the sky like so much rain. Uh, A new Supreme Court justice is on the way. If you want to know the entire roadmap of what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and a few guesses and predictions, including answers to all your wild questions and theories, like whether or not Kamala Harris, the sitting vice president, will be on the bench, answered and explained on the upcoming episode of politics 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 that comes out tomorrow.
1: Well thanks for being with us, Lynn and Justin. We are live Monday through Friday at 4 30 PM Eastern. That's 2130 UTC. We'd love to have you join us live if you can. Find out more at dailytechnewsshow dot com slash live and we'll be back tomorrow doing it all again with Rob DeMillo. Talk to you soon.
2: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> banger of a
4: show. Loved it. A big real game. banger. And a, a mash. Um, hey.
1: I, I I didn't want to say it during the show because it's such yeah. a stupid joke, but I wish q could just be called Quamers. Quamers? quamers. Mm same idea well, it, it can
4: we,
5: <laughs> we we just did oh yeah if wishing makes it, it so Squammers i'm minting yeah. that like, right now like
6: third feature on a playboy cardi song like, like featuring three other rappers
4: featuring lil yachty uh big boy and Quammers. And Quammers. yeah
1: <laughs> maybe somebody will name their baby Quammers
4: please uh send us a picture uh sell you us know, the nft quick. of your baby it's quick
1: and it's expensive yeah well if you baby.
4: deliver fast perhaps yeah. you'll want to name <laughs> your baby commerce yeah
1: 10 minutes or less
4: <laughs> oh <laughs> that sounds like a dream a lot of I'm money sure.
6: into your child and then possibly selling it to Publix.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what's your exit strategy for your baby
6: yeah where, where are you looking <laughs> how much runway does this baby have
4: yeah do you what's your contributing profit I mean, you have a lot of fixed costs i understand but you know the crib and all <laughs> Yeah,
6: <but>.
1: yeah. <laughs> what are your kickbacks coming from
2: uh, <laughs> uh are, are we gonna are we gonna start ipoing babies now
1: I mean, hasn't it happened?
2: Be, has it not
4: Has it not Someone has I, probably
2: I, done this. I can tell you, I mean, that it'd be a great way to raise some funds because babies are expensive. I
6: mean, all right. So, I think so you want to
2: do a SPAC
6: with a baby, right? That's So, honestly, there was, <laughs> I think it was in the, the interview that he did with Drink Champs, but Kanye West hinted that there could be a forthcoming SPAC as soon as he's out of his current contract with his record label and he owns all of his own output again there could be a coming SPAC and he would look to go public with his entire output, uh, as, as a, as a business. And so I, you know, look, not, not to get too into the dystopian world, but could that idea of, will you invest in me as a person? Am I going to put myself up for public, uh, 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 consumption and funding? Like possibly a SPAC almost feels old fashioned for,
4: um, ye, uh, it, it feels like it, it should be a, a DAO, like a, a DAO.
6: Maybe. You know, uh, who knows? Who knows? He's uh, He's got a lot going on, so uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll see exactly what, what the form of it is. But, you know, we saw part of it with, uh, you know, the, 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 the Trump media company thing, uh, although he obviously has a little bit more of a history in creating content uh, of that is publicly funded. So we're really gets funding from elsewhere but i guess yay does too who knows i don't know uh, i i think it is an interesting idea whether or not it would be looked at as horrifyingly dystopic which i think it might be is another question entirely <sighs>
4: the 1967 tops baseball set of 125 plus low grade uh cards is, is in in countdown i'm sorry i have to see if my current bid will hold uh-oh. <laughs> hour and fifty-six minutes.
6: Why on earth would you pay money for a piece of paper, Tom? I know, right? A cardboard that can fade and I be could destroyed? just take a picture of these
4: and then I this have scam.
6: them. This is a total scam.
4: <laughs> you know what it is? Uh and this doesn't answer that question. Uh, I'm departing from the metaphor now. Uh sure. I bought a bunch of nineteen sixty-seven Topps baseball cards at a garage sale. Uh, mm-hmm. when I was a kid and I, I want to complete the set. So I've, I've been like, I, I mean, I could complete the set by just, you can order the exact number of cards you want that you you're missing. Uh, that's no fun. I am like, I want 125 cheap 1967 baseball cards. They don't have to be even near mint. I don't care. I just want the fun of like going through them and seeing which ones I didn't have. So I'm willing to pay $25 for that.
6: I think that's a good look. It's your right. You can spend twenty five dollars however you darn well please, Mister Merritt. I could spend twenty five dollars for one beer at a Laker
4: game, (laughs) or you get you get you could twenty
1: five dollars.
4: Wow,
3: okay, it's more like twelve. So two beers. do (laughs) Do they ever reissue those cards, like reprint them or never? Oh yeah, yeah. No, tops. Tops has
4: been reprinting for for years, but of course those aren't those aren't the same, Roger.
3: You know, because that was the thing with Golden Age comics was because they were in such limited quantities due to uh, wartime recycling and people just not keeping them around. Um, they commanded very high prices. Then someone hit on the idea like, hey, I got a scanner. I can just I can just scan these and then I'll sell like a whole collection for like 10 bucks. Yeah. Or 20 bucks. Yeah. And- I have a giant reprint
4: of Superman number one. But it's mm. not worth giant. It. It's just bedsheet. Superman.
1: Well,
6: of course, way? he has it right behind him. I do. I do.
1: <laughs>
4: right I behind
6: him, up. like Felix and his. A giant
1: Superman poster. That's oh, right here. Uh, G- give me, give me a, give me a second.
6: <laughs> a second. It's, uh... there it oh is wow! <laughs> It's That's like it's a coloring different. book sized for the audio listeners. Yeah, yeah. Looks yeah.
1: it looks like the like a cereal box size. Used, it's
3: when DC it's was trying a cereal to cereal box? Yeah. I used to have a couple yeah, of those, but they weren't. They were oddly all Superman. Here's here's an AirPods case for scale.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those are those are comparable. <laughs> yeah,
1: but do you have a penny handy, Tom? Uh, That's the kind of scale I like.
3: I do. No, the 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 What other, does it look like other,
1: next to a penny?
3: The, no, the popular one is you a soda probably can. Probably do. Who I has a, a
1: penny in their pocket?
3: <laughs> I have a Tom, penny in front of me. Tom, a penny for scale.
1: Tom, Tom does. Okay.
4: <laughs> I did. You know, I have a penny.
1: You know what's how? Funny? The only how do you have a penny in your pocket? I, I wouldn't have
4: uh, <laughs> until this weekend. My uh, f- my my childhood friend Mark Jerga texted me that his son wanted the LA times uh because it has a story about the Rams uh big Mm. game and so you wanted
1: it from the LA times I was
4: like where am I gonna find I haven't bought an actual paper newspaper outside of an airport in a long long time uh but I went over to the grocery store and I was like I don't want to use a credit card for one newspaper so I used cash and I got change and I stuck it in my pocket.
1: And these are your chair pants. And now I have,
4: (laughs) these are my chair pants. (laughs) It all ties together.
3: (laughs) Well, what's the last thing you spent cash on Sarah?
1: (sighs) Oh, um, actually, you know what? It's funny. The other day I went to um, Otis and I were going out to the beach and I just wanted a warm beverage. It was cold. Uh, so I stopped at this place I never go to and to get a coffee and you know, it was $2 or however much the coffee was and you know, I, 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 same thing. I took out my ATM card. And I'm like, hold, hold on a second. I think I probably have some money in here. And then the price was like a little different than I thought. So I got some change. Um, and you know, I still have it.
6: Uh,
1: it'll, uh, it'll do something or nothing. Yeah. I don't know.
6: Hey, I had to take in our car for the 10,000 mile checkup on it. Yeah. And, uh, I just decided to stop. I didn't have time to make breakfast like I normally do, so I stopped by Austin Java. And not only did I have the four dollars for the uh, two breakfast taco or the breakfast taco and uh, uh, coffee that I bought, but I also in the little console had the exact change.
2: Wow!
6: <laughs> I die without having cash with exact change for a purchase again. I would not be surprised. I feel like that might be the last. That, yeah, you know that. No, I it, should just it does put make you feel pretty
1: superhuman. Car. Yeah, where you're like, wait, I have cash. In I actually I can cobble together something physical and hand it to you. Because I, I
6: I had exactly <laughs> right now, and it was four dollars in change. It was like twenty eight cents or something, uh, and so I was reaching for the twenty dollar bill that I had, and nope. I looked down, saw some glittering possibilities, put it together, and handed it to the nice Uh We
4: Tricky have some, uh, we have some shocking, shocking news. Uh, What's that? Apple had very good uh, earnings. Oh.
1: Yes, they, they did. did. Uh,
4: uh, once again, record revenue from Apple.
6: Uh, incredible. Is that on uh, uh, on on? Just people keep loving that iPhone. Uh revenue up
4: eleven percent. Uh up uh net income up from services was good. Uh and iPhones. Services and iPhones seem to be the big ones. Hmm.
3: Yeah, services.
4: Apple made more money than ever, says The Verge. A monster quarter.
5: Yeah, you know how they got it? They was uh uh all the people that forgot to cancel like arcade. And the Apple TV Plus and everything else. <laughs> iPhone three up
4: nine percent. Let's see. Uh, accidental uh, forgetting to cancel uh, your service. Up oh, 60%. iPad iPad down fourteen percent. Mac up twenty five percent. Services were up
6: twenty four percent. You know, I will I will say this about the App Store stuff. It is really my go-to thing to subscribe to stuff through the App Store because of their ability to let me cancel the services.
4: Yeah, agreed. I'm about to get into it with a certain British publication that appears to only let you cancel by calling a British number.
6: (laughs) Uh, I think think (laughs) the the ability in a user-friendly way to just hit a button and be done uh, uh, I, I got I got into a bit of a hissy fit with the Paramount Plus app because they wouldn't let me mm. finish Detroiters. It, it kept saying that I didn't have access to that content oh, on my, my app, and so I was like, screw it. But I knew exactly where to go to cancel it, even though I was still in the free trial. Yeah. So I didn't even have any money, but I, I was able to cancel it immediately.
4: Well, uh, let's immediately pick a title for today's show. Uh, Good Day Internet and DTNS titles are at showbot.tv slash DTNS2. Uh, here's our top three vote getters for DTNS. Row Daddy Zero, Dense and Lazy. That's how I like my cakes. Uh, Batfink 2001, Initial Publix with an X offering. That's great. Uh, and Nth Mike,
3: Government at
4: the Speed of Sonic the Hedgehog.
3: <laughs> uh we went with uh the q commerce continuum from stealth day
4: yeah i like the cucumbers thing that's good
3: uh, all right let's go to gdi
4: top three vote getters row daddy zero what's the hot net <laughs> what's the hot <laughs> net uh zoe brings bacon the cleveland of tech news <laughs> and larry in atlanta snow as a lubricant uh we went with row daddy zeros what's the hot net What's, the hot, what's the hot net, which I know you were asking what is the hot net, but I kind of feel like it's a, it's a what's up kind of phrase. Like, like what's
1: the haps? Yeah. What's yeah. What's the hot net, y'all? What's the
4: hot net, everybody?
1: What's hot on the net? Yeah. <laughs> it's a new video um, every time.
4: Let's get to our Patreon folks who support us at patreon.com slash DTNS and see... If we earned a raise. Every time I refresh this page at this time of, of GDI, I feel like it's a, a little roulette wheel. Uh, and this time it came up zeros. Uh, nobody gave us a raise, but we appreciate everybody who continues mm. to support us. And we also appreciate the folks over on Twitch who support us as well. We got new followers. Y Spotter, Joey Headset, Quiet Hall, uh <laughs> Amos resubscribed with Prime for the second month. I, I didn't cost you anything, so thank you, Amos a small bit of that we'll go back to you and uh we got uh bits from all L D L. larry in atlanta zoe brings bacon NPC. milesy thanks everybody uh for watching us on twitch thanks everybody for being with us however you are with us and until tomorrow have a good day
3: have a good day
1: good day, day. internet good day
3: internet good day Visit bankofamerica.com slash banking for business to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, copyright 2024.